Welcome back to Ardent Roundtable. Uh, we took a hiatus from the pod in 2022, but we're back and we're mo more motivated than ever to put a spotlight on regenerative medicine and our amazing partners here in 2023. Um, what's really exciting is that we're now planning on getting back to our monthly installments of the Ardent Roundtable uh, episodes this year, so we're really excited about that. Uh, I'm your host, Dylan Lancaster. I'm the Vice President of Business Development here at Ardent Animal Health, and I am joined by, as always, the stem cell guru himself, uh, Dr. Larry Snyder. So thanks so much for joining us, Dr. Snyder. No problem. Enjoy these. And I know you're just as excited as I am to get these podcasts back up and running again. Um, we have a really exciting guest here uh, for our first guest of 2023, uh, Dr. Rebecca Prada from the Animal Medical Center of Medina. Uh, in Medina, Ohio, right outside of Cleveland. Uh, Dr. Prada has been partnered with us for almost 10 years now, which is pretty incredible and has helped many patients with stem cell therapy, platelet-rich plasma, and has had some really impressive results over the course of the year. So uh, I'm sure she'll share those results with us today. Um, but enough for me for the intro. Uh, Dr. Prada, thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate you. Oh, you're so welcome. I'm really excited to be here. So just to kick us off, do you mind just giving our audience some background on your veterinary journey and tell us about uh, tell us about AMC Medina? Sure. Um, I grew up in Ohio and I graduated from the Ohio State University um, in 2010. And I it was during the recession, one of the recessions, I guess, and it made it tricky to find a job. But I landed in Medina, um, and I was really in grateful for the opportunity. But I remember when I joined, they interviewed me and said, are you willing to do orthopedic work? And I had no intention to ever work on orthopedics, but I needed a job and I really liked the practice. And I said, yes, yes, of course, sure. <laughs> um, so the owner helped teach me um, animal medical centers, a small animal practice, cats and dogs and some pocket pets. But um, that's kind of how I joined there. And so I've been there my whole veterinary career. Um, what is your role there now, Dr. Prada? Yeah, um, I'm now the chief of medicine. Um, when the owner retired, I joined um, or moved up into that role. And I've been doing that maybe the last three, three and a half years. And uh, yeah, I, I work on surgery, you know, see appointments, help the medical team. And it's been 13 years there. Um, and you're right. I mean, 10 years of stem cell. So in regenerative medicine. So most you've of had a really, career. you've had a really nice specific focus on regenerative medicine over the course of your time uh, yeah. at AMC Medina. Um, I know we fell off a little bit, but do you mind just talking about how you and I were able to kind of get back together and, and, and get the ball rolling on regenerative medicine once again, just after COVID and after all that craziness? Yeah. Um, I started 10 years ago, loved it, was getting good results, but then um, I had a baby and um, had a little bit of time away from the practice and coming back to it, some new staff. Um, your team and you, um, Dylan, were very helpful, um, always calling to check in, give me marketing support materials, case studies, giving me um, support with um, Dr. Snyder there as well. Um, I just felt like you've checked in on me. Um, are you have any cases coming? And probably one of the most pertinent things was eventually you actually sent me a case. Um, you sent me Macy uh, Mastiff that tore an ACL. 
Um, and the owner must have inquired through through your company, where yeah. can I go? Where can I go? And yeah. they said, why don't you head to Medina? That really helped me relaunch, um, I felt, by getting a very good case, good results, getting back in the habit. Um, and it's been soaring since 2019. And, and your continued conversations and dialogue have been of tremendous um, help and asset to that. That's awesome. Do you mind talking about just how you got started with Ardent Animal Health those years ago? Years ago, uh, Dr. Dr. Lee, who had been training me in ACL, so I do lateral suture and MPLs, I do joint surgery, but um, he's like, we need to add more. And I was like, okay, I want a water treadmill. And then he told me, no, he said, no, <laughs> that's a plumbing nightmare, skin infection, someone's in a bathing suit. And I said, it's like, oh, Dr. Lee, <laughs> a little intense. <laughs> But he said, we're gonna, do, we're gonna do regenerative medicine. This is where medicine's going. Um, and he really loved horses growing up um, and did a lot of horse medicine until he went small animal. I don't know if that's what drove him to find you guys, but he brought it to our practice. Yeah. And then you got started with us with your first case back in 2014, is that right? Yep. 2014, my first case was Nigel, uh, King Charles Cavalier, um, struggled with lots of arthritis and dragging of hind legs, wouldn't really use the hind legs. So that owner for her, Nigel was her child. She really wanted to try everything. So she was on board very quickly to be my first case. And it was amazing. And I still see her with her new King Charles Cavalier dogs. Um, we talk about Nigel back then. And she said, I hope you're still doing stem cell. I hope you always tell people about it, about regenerative medicine. Um, I said, I do. And <laughs> I, I can't believe how many cases since then. Um, it's interesting when you speak about that, about the clients, they still remember what you did for them. They still bring their, their other one. In fact, I think sometimes they're looking forward to using stem cells on their next pet. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's kind of like a, it's, it's a legacy that lives on. I agree 100%. And when I was reviewing my cases in preparation to talk with you both today, just looking at the list of names, I knew exactly who each person was and their story. I don't think I have any other type of medicine that I bond to that, to that client and the, animals in such a healthy, beautiful way. They are excited for the reinjections and they are they're, they're, they seem calm knowing that this treatment's there for their future pets. It's, it's a really a special thing. I'm, I'm so grateful for regenerative it, medicine. It's very true. And you, we, we, uh, one of the first cases we did was on a white German shepherd named Icy. And I saw the owner last Friday with, her, with their nine-year-old shepherd, another dog that they'd gotten after Icy had passed away, that we're going to do stem cells on this nine-year-old um, uh, later on. And it's, it's one to where they knew when she started having trouble where they could go. So it, it's not a one and done at all with, with stem cells. And they tell, these people tell their friends who tell their friends, and it and it pyramids. It's 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 amazing how this goes. And you're 
you will always be the expert in that area, the cutting edge veterinarian in that area, the go-to person in that area. It's amazing how, how it just keeps coming back around. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I think um, it's hard because it is cutting edge and it's not used everywhere. It's, it's, there's times where you go, wait a minute. Well, should I, should I be doing this early on when you're not so, so sure? Um, and you're, and you're trying to get the momentum going and you're on a team of doctors they are like, well, why are you doing that? Well, don't you think you should send it for a referral? You can start to doubt yourself and go, wait, is this the standard of care? Um, I, I feel like the podcasts were a huge help to me that you both use. I, I, I can't thank you enough because when I would doubt it, I keep listening to those and you highlighted other doctors um, that shared their success. And you put me in contact with um, Dr. England with how she uses um, regenerative medicine with her cats. You put me in contact with um, Dr. Rovner who used it for ACL tears. And I started going, this is good medicine. This changes pets' lives. I can do this. You you supported me, um, and you shared cases and shared stories that kept me going to re recommending it for clients. Clients still made their decision, but I have to tell you, that the clients that we did regenerative medicine on, it was a win. It is always a win for me. And um, and and now I I'll still use the podcast because I love you guys, but I don't need them anymore. I'm solid now in regenerative medicine. Solid. Yeah. <clears throat> Hundred percent. We we certainly appreciate that. I think it's a natural transition to just talk about really how has regenerative medicine impacted your business there in Medina, Ohio, and your community and your clients. Um, I it's connected us with people further away. Like all of a sudden, we're a referral center for regenerative medicine. Yeah, and I'm. I'm meeting people from further away. And then, like you said, Dr. Schneider, they talk to their friends and then they bring others and it becomes this network. It's grown our, our business. I also think it's um, fed to a lot of fulfillment for the technicians. They help process the stem cells. They're a big part of my procedure. It's not just me being a surgeon. It's a team. Absolutely. Good point. Your, your support staff yeah. are your biggest salesmen. Yeah. Do you find and, that it helps with retention of technicians, Dr. Prida? Yes, I do feel that way. And, and as one or two learned it, others come to me, Dr. Prida, when you have time, can I learn too? You know, would I be able to learn? Absolutely. I, I want them, you know, all to learn it. And you guys have laid out a very nice training, you know, module. And even when we, we um, started in 2014, Delaney came and taught us. And it's so unique that when I call, sometimes Delaney still answers. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, Delaney, 10 years. You you all feel like family. You've bonded our AMC family. You bring us clients from farther away than we ever would have had. It's grown. Like you said, it just keeps giving. It, it keeps, it expands. Um, and I do think um, people come back. It's one of the biggest things that they want to do the recheck exam. They don't just want to call and say their dog's fine. They want to come in. They want me to measure the muscle mass. They want to talk about what they've seen. They're happy. And they also come back to be re-injected. Um, and then like Falcor, he was one that I worked on. And then they moved. Um, they moved to Texas. And 
you guys still, they found a vet there. You helped them find a veterinarian in Texas where they could continue their reinjection. She still would email me and say, Felcor got another treatment. I was the original <laughs> collector. That's great. Um, but I find it to be a very wonderful thing to be a part of, obviously. It's just- I love, I love hearing about you know those relationships. And really, that's what we've started with this podcast and with our veterinary review board that all of our veterinarians have access to is trying to build a community of regenerative medicine users that can support one another, work together and collaborate on cases. And so that's really the, the, the big kind of selling point of this podcast. And so I appreciate you and you know all that you've uh, been able to get out of it. Absolutely. Um, and you brought up a really good point with the, with the support. I've been involved with, well, it was Medivet, Medivet in, in 2010 when we were involved or started to be involved and it's evolved into Arden. But the support has always been there. I've never been left high and dry. If I needed help, they were always there. I'm not, I tried to continue that now. If, if veterinarians need help, I'm always willing. Uh, I, I may be at my clinic and can't get on the phone right then, but I try to get back as soon as I can or an email, whatever they need to try to support them. I'm, I'm here to try to promote regenerative medicine and, and help all that I can support, support you, Dr. Prado, on all that you do and every other veterinarian out there. So absolutely. So Dr. Prada, how many cases have you done with us? Yeah, I, I definitely have at least done 50 stem cell. And then, but then when you re-inject at time to time, that grows. And then with platelet-rich plasma, I'm like, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm hitting in, you know, in the 100s there, um, which is pretty, which is pretty big um, for, in my opinion. And I, I'm happy to say in the last year, um, the, the already the exponential momentum. I, I do think at the beginning, slow, but in the last two years, that's more than 50% of my cases have happened in the last two years. <clears throat> right. Um, and who knew during a pandemic <laughs> and people are curbside, um, you know, they, they were looking, looking for this and coming back in and, and investing in it. Um, during a time you might not think business was growing. My regenerative medicine was was really soaring. Um, and I think the biggest change was um, really using regenerative medicine for an ACL tear. Mm, okay. Um, at the beginning, it was just for arthritis and pain. And um, I feel like your podcast and Dr. Rovner really helped me. I, I have gone to where I'm doing less implants. I'm shifting. Mm to doing less implant correction and stem cell. And I have to be honest, I feel the results are better and yeah. the owners have a more positive experience. I don't have to open a joint capsule. I don't have to worry about the risk of infection to the level that you do when you put an implant in a synthetic material. So, and it's really helped some of my cases that um, are ones that are fearful of the vet clinic. It was hard to do some of the maintenance or very or they're one dog out of seven and they were worried about managing an implant with all of their dogs at home and regenerative medicine fell into that place and but now it's starting to take over just any case as the first line of consideration yeah 
And it's something that we've talked about on this podcast before. And as we continue to move forward with regenerative medicine, I think people are going to start looking at regenerative medicine, stem cell therapy specifically as the standard of care for all joint related issues. Is that something that, is that a trend that you're seeing? Um, yeah, I, I, I see it. And I think what is an exciting feeling at my practice now, I feel like the other veterinarians are seeing the results or hearing enough momentum that they're finally bringing it up to the client in the room. At the beginning, I felt like it might just be me or one or two technicians that were kind of promoting it. It's growing. And um, I, have, I have other clinics starting to call and ask me um, what, what we're doing. And that's mm -hmm. new. Uh, it's exciting. I, 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 I feel the next five years here are going to be really good for art and animal health. I do. No matter, no matter what just... happens, no matter what happens, Matt, um, you're still, Dr. Prada is still the go-to. They're still the, the, the primary, the primary veterinarian, once again, cutting edge veterinarian in that area. So yeah. that she has now carved her niche in that area. Wonderful. Hundred percent. Can you tell me about your most impactful case to date? Oh, it's so hard. Um, <laughs> I I do think Macy is one of the most impactful. I referenced her because she relaunched, and she was the first one that I did a, a cruciate tear on. Right, so mm -hmm. she was two. She's a mastiff, and and Art and Animal Health. You sent her to me. I think they lived an hour and a half away. She, and I'm, I mean, a two-year-old Mastiff, and, and, but he was set. He did not want to do an implant because he actually works for human stem cell research, and he believed in the medicine. So I said, what if this fails? What if I have to put an implant in after this? And he said, I don't care. I, I think I know it'll work. And you guys told me it would work, but I still was a little nervous. Um, it worked. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, she went sound on that leg. Um, very quickly and just by, you know, injecting it into that torn, you know, into the stifle joint of that torn leg. And two years later, she tore the other side and they, they called me and said, she's limping on the other side, thinks she tore it. And I was able to bring the bank cells that you had and inject the other side. And when I felt the good side, there was no thrust. There was no drawer um, from the 2019 torn leg. It was a good leg and did the other one. And the fact that I did that in 2021, and I have not heard from them, you know, we did rechecks and things, but I've not heard from them with arthritic problem. She's like, no what? news is good news. <laughs> yeah, a, a six-year-old mastiff at this point with two yeah. stem cell injected torn cruciates. To me, I feel like if people are starting to be excited about biologics for dermatological conditions, and they're getting excited about you know, biologics for arthritis in cats, there's new medicines being launched. Why aren't you getting excited about biologics of regenerative medicine for joints? Like it's, it's been here. Let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> you brought up, you brought up a really good point on the arthritis, on the osteoarthritis on these knees. After, after cruciate tear, the clock is set for osteoarthritis. Stem cells, I feel we stop that clock and we can promote we've we did a lateral lateral imbrication on a dog yes and the dog was per i mean beautiful we did stem cells at the exact same time came back two and a half years later with an x-ray that knee there was not any arthritis in that knee yeah. that's just doesn't happen so we're we're seeing some very positive long term not just the 
not just the short term, and I hate to use short term loosely, but on the on the cruciate tear, but long term as far as the osteoarthritis progression. So it, it's a win 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 for those for those patients. For sure. Um, I agree with you because sometimes I feel my implant leg, you know, and there's a lot of extra bone bony reaction. It's a thicker knee from and that implants in there. And, and I have a few cases where one is where I put a lateral suture in and the other leg is a stem cell leg. And it's just amazing to see the difference. And the owners have said that now, Dr. Prada, this was easier. This went so much better. I hope this is the way you're doing all knees now. They've worked with me with one leg of each. Um, that's pretty powerful. Um, I, I don't know. I, I really, honestly, every case is very impactful. And even when something's not quite perfect, they're limping a little, usually with re-injection or hitting one other joint, then it's impactful. I have not really had something I'd call a full out failure. I, I really haven't. That's excellent. What kind of rehab protocols do you follow for those cruciate tears? I know that's probably the most important piece, of course, outside the stem cell injections, but to getting that successful result with stem cells as a standalone, the rehab side. So what do you do on the rehab side? I, I'd be interested on any insight anyone else is doing as well, but um, I do think they can get back to moving quicker. Usually the first month is the, my time to rest go on a leash for your bathroom breaks. We're not going on walks. And I, I don't have them do stairs just out of like caution because, but I don't even think I need to do that. But really they're starting passive range of motion um, and starting walking and sit to standing exercises, you know, one, one month out. My, my implants, that's delayed and much slower. It's a three month process mm -hmm. rehab and the muscle mass loss is more profound in an implant. Um, I think they keep better muscle tone with the stem cell injections. I, I don't know if you can speak to that at all, but that's my experience. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's, I think that's good. Um, how do you, how do you bring up stem cell therapy and discussions with these pet owners? Yeah, I, um, I talk about, there is something something, I don't even use the word newer anymore because I think that's unfair. I say there's something very powerful and helpful in a natural biologic way to help your pet's joints. Um, and I do use, you know, Art and Animal Health, you guys have a long standing. I say Art and Animal Health is based in Kentucky. I speak to to the company versus something they can't conceptualize. They say they've studied and researched a long time and um, it's a way that we can do some joint injections with immature cells that will help reverse arthritis, build new cartilage, reduce inflammation, reduce pain, and possibly help us not have your pet be on as many medications. Excellent points. I, I agree completely. Your rehabilitation, your rehabilitation program, I think even a month, uh, I think before we're going to get complete uh, on cruciate tears, maybe six months or more because tissue heals at a very predictable rate and it takes time. But rehab, I, I always look at, at stem cells being one leg of a three-legged stool. So you've got one leg, the stem cells, the second leg is the rehabilitation, the third leg is, is diet, um, diet weight management, 
those and and any one of those if we if we if we take any one of those three away things destabilize very rapidly but i i think your program is and your observations are very good as far as the the muscle mass retention on these on these uh legs is much better um i'm to me to me there's there's very good justification we've got enough cases out there now where I think we're changing the the standard of care for cruciate for cruciate tears. I really do. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful here. Yeah, I've I've just been so pleased, and I mean, I've had some other cases that um, you know, dogs with bad enough arthritis they couldn't be a therapy dog anymore, and that's how the owner came to me. Um, it was already on three pain pills, you know, so switching to stem cell and having that pet be able to walk through the hospital doors, be a therapy dog, visit, socialize again. Um, I had an owner that has a pet that it, it's his, um, you know, PSTD, you know, his support animal and it was struggling and it, it allowed Kimber to live two additional years um, and be more mobile. And that was so important both to that family and, and helpful to the pet to not be in pain. Um, I've used platelet-rich plasma a lot too, and I think that's a baby step for anyone that wants to just start trying, but they're a little intimidated. Maybe not as much of an investment on equipment, but you're going to quickly start seeing using PRP, platelet-rich plasma and joints to help, and you're going to start going, this is better than um, just using a bunch of drugs, a cocktail of pain relief. A really and common question that I get from partners across the country is how do you decide when to use stem cell versus PRP? Do you start with one and then go for the other? Like what, what is your typical <laughs> protocol there? Yeah, I probably, I'm too excited about stem cell, but so I'm What's the gold standard, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it is to me and I, you know, and then they're banked, but no, I think, I think, I think platelet rich plasma just could possibly have a shorter effect and it's not going to reverse arthritis, right? So if it, but if it's a painful condition, fine, let's do it. Let's get that pain relief going right now with that PRP. Um, and it helps and it works. And, and then I, I were able to freeze it. And sometimes I do one or two more injections yet again, someone coming in the door three times in three months. Um, and, and doing that, it's something you can't get a written script for either. They're coming to the press. Right. I just <laughs> love it. And you see the pet and you know, they're doing better. Um, but if you know it's an ongoing thing, it's a tear or a lot of bone change, you really shouldn't be moving forward to also getting stem cell going, even if you yeah. don't do it right away. But so I, I usually use platelet-rich plasma for the, sh the quick, more acute, not as long-lasting um, sure. joint issues. I call PRP my stem cell light, Dr. Prada. I, <laughs> It's yeah. a, it's stem cell light. It gives you some of the, it gives you some of the effect of a stem cell, some of the benefits. It's just not as long lasting. Yeah. But don't you think it's more powerful than using your therapeutic laser or acupuncture? And I don't mean to slam my other modalities. So maybe I don't want to speak out of turn, but I, I do think my platelet rich plasma gives me more for that pet patient than my other things. I do. I, I think it gives you a little bit more bang for the buck. Certainly with PRP, we can use it with the laser. Stem cells, we try to try to stay away from the laser for at least the two weeks. But with PRP, certainly in combination with any of the other any of the other therapies, are certainly a, a great 
thing to do. I, I love PRP, like you said, because you can take and put it in the freezer, save it for 90 days, and um, and come back to it later on. I, I, I love both, both modalities that we're talking about. Yeah. Dr. Preda, another question that I get really frequently from partners is how do we set proper expectations? And so when you're having those consultations with pet owners, how do you make sure that we're tempering expectations enough to where nobody's disappointed, but also saying, hey, this is something that could be really exciting and really impactful for your patient at the same time. And so how, how do you manage those expectations here at Ardent? We always try to tell our partners to under promise, overperform, if you will, because that's going to get you the, the, the best results. But how do you typically just go about you know, setting those expectations? Yeah, I um. I definitely don't make any big, bold statements like we're going to be able to get off all medicine right away. Like that's just too dangerous. And that would, I think it's possible, but you don't want to, you don't want to start like that. Um, I usually tell them I, I always, we're always seeing some results and improvement. Um, and based on what we see, we can then continue our, our plan um, and target other joints or repeat injections. And it's a synergistic and additive effect. And over time, um, it, it builds more and more momentum. And my goal and my hope for your pet is to minimize medications um, and to uh, preserve, preserve or even improve upon the, the joint health and the cartilage that's there. And I said, and to be honest, this is the only thing that is going to try to improve it, not just alleviate pain. It's the only thing that's going to try to improve it. And I'd like to add that into your pet's care. I think if you do that, you don't try to, I love the before and after videos, but if you're just yeah. saying, look how good now and this, they might think, oh my, this is life-changing. I'm just saying we need to start introducing this and having their body start to try to repair itself. Um, and, and I'll need your feedback. And I think the more you try to include them in this process, you, you get a very healthy dynamic. And, they, yeah. and then I, I tend to send um, emails after they've been injected you know, injected and I tell them their banking information. I love the report you send back, how many vials I have left, what the viability is. I share that with them. Some people hang that on their fridge as a report card, <laughs> like 99% viable cells and there's five vials. And I say, I I'm so that. excited. Yeah. And I always <laughs> remind them too, you know, the first injection, I only can use half of it. I'm not going to be able to do everything I want. I'm going to use some, send it away. And so if they're a little disappointed, I said, I said let's do round two now. We're, let's not wait around. Let's plan for that in the next three months. And now we have some to do IV. Um, oh man, I think by the time I'm adding IV um, stem cells, it just, it's mind blowing to me, really big results. So I, and you won't really get those dialogues probably naturally until you start doing some of the cases and seeing it and seeing how it all falls into role. So you do start feeling a little uncertain of yourself, but honestly, I'd be willing to, to talk or share with anyone that you have considering uh, regenerative medicine. Um, Cause when you're new in it, you're a little nervous, not knowing what to do, but it won't take long. So. Absolutely. And you've got the, you've got the, the client by the, the, the client has to be on board. They have to know what's happening, know why we're, we're, we're theorizing it happens 
be helping with the regeneration. They're part of the team on this and they have, they're an essential part of the team. You have to have them. And your communication with the owners is so important. It's, uh, it's such a vile, it's, it's such an important part of, of having success. So congratulations, that's, that's a wonderful way to do it. And, and like, like you, uh, anyone that needs any help, I'm more than happy to try to, try to jump in and, and uh, we'll talk to the owners with them. We'll tag team, it doesn't make any difference. We'll, we'll get it done. And that's one of the best ways I've ever heard somebody put that, Dr. Prado. So I really appreciate it. You know, what kind of piggybacking off that, what advice do you have for a veterinarian that is considering a partnership with Ardent or is maybe just getting started with us? What is the best piece of advice you would give them? I I would say to, to reach out to you guys. I think sometimes we as veterinarians, we're like, oh, I, I can handle this. I, I know what to do. Like let go of your ego. <laughs> Maybe it's not an ego, your confidence, your type of perfectionist personality call because you guys are always there and you teach me more and more each time I reach out to you. It only passes along to improving pet health. Um, and like I said, you feel like family. Um, I know your team all by name. Um, so I would say you're you're an invaluable resource for us. Um, your knowledge then passed on to me, and then me using it, um, and then coming back to you. It's just this beautiful circle, circle of regenerative medicine. Um, so that's my best advice: is don't be afraid to ask the questions, or just go, "How would I use this?" Or it didn't seem like it went went the way I expected. What am I supposed to do next? One time I I called you and said, "Hey, I have one Terry's." Terry's um, kind of holding, toe touching it here and there. Should I wait longer or should I just re-inject? I re-inject it based on when we talk through the case with your team and, and it was great. After that, we were golden. Um, so I would say that's the best piece of advice. Don't be afraid to be talking and asking. That's how you're gonna grow it and get your confidence. I would certainly echo that sentiment, that sentiment here at Arden. It's a, it, it's a true partnership. It's not one of those. And uh, to my listeners uh, right now that might be listening to the podcast, uh, you'll hear me say often, we're not just going to get you some equipment and say good luck and you never hear from us again. It's a, it's a true partnership. We want to collaborate with you. And I think Dr. Prada, you're, you're an excellent uh, example of that. Thank you. Dr. Snyder, do you have any additional questions for Dr. Prada? Sir, I, I, she's, she's right on par. This is exactly what, this is exactly what regenerative medicine is. You, you have to build it. It's like we we're talking about, you've got to build your client base and it's not, you just don't do it once and they're down the road, they're, they're back in. Um, and they can't go to an online pharmacy and get stem cells. They have to come, you have to be involved in the process. It's a team it's a team with them. So, and it's not just that dog. It, it goes on to their, their, their next dogs, their other dogs, their friends' dogs, people that they talk to, they'll, they'll run into at the grocery store and, or if, if they see them in the bark park and they've got a lame dog, they'll be talking to them. They're your best PR people you can ask for. So uh, you've got so many things you're doing correct. I congratulate you on, Thank on you. really building Building the building the uh, the practice that's uh, or building regenerative medicine. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? 
It is. And, you know, prior to it, I did a lot of, a lot of implants. There's no bonding there. <laughs> I just, I have to be honest. It's just like, all right, thanks for doing that. They're just gone. And I'm like, man, but I think the difference is how happy their pet is. I, I do think, I, I think they're less scared. I think when you do an implant, it's a traumatic thing for an owner to recover their pet at home. I think we underplay that. We do the surgery, we send the dog home, but it has an incision, an e-collar, they're doing all these pills. They're scared. They're scared it's gonna tear again, what's gonna happen? Stem cell is a more positive effect for a client and they're happy and then they're excited to share that with you. I, it, 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 it will grow, it will grow when you, when you start. Um, I, I challenge everyone to, to really look, look and, and consider it. Um, and I wouldn't go, I wouldn't go anywhere else than, than <laughs> um, I, it's, I, they, I thank you guys for all of your support for the gosh, almost 10 years here of, of regenerative medicine. It's, it's just starting Dr. Prada. It's uh, yeah. if you're like, if you're following my, my path, uh, the next thing is to go back to school and you can get a get an advanced degree to learn why the stem cells work. But that's, that, uh, that has been quite a story, but, uh, it's, uh, I, I think you're, you're doing it right. You're building it correctly. Regenerative medicine is different than just hanging your shingle out. It, uh, it's one to where you, you have to understand kind of what's going on, be able to communicate, communicate that to your, to your clientele and get them to, uh, I hate to say buy in, but they have to buy into what you're doing and, uh, the entire process all the way through, uh, rehabilitation and uh, once you get them on board, boy, those are truly clients for life. Mm -hmm. um, not only that pet, but for every pet they'll have from then on. Yeah. I think it's super inspiring, Dr. Prada. I think you're, you're a model partner veterinarian Absolutely. for Arden Animal Health. So we're just super proud to be partnered with you and excited to uh, continue to, to move our, our partnership forward. You, you've done an awesome job with us. So we appreciate you. Oh, thank you. So I think that's all the time that we have for this uh, installment of Ardent Roundtable. So uh, we appreciate all of our listeners today. Dr. Snyder, the stem cell guru, thank you for joining us. Uh, Dr. Always. Prada from Animal Medical Center of Medina, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us today. I think you had some really valuable insights for our partners Absolutely. and uh, potential partners there across the country. So um Again, really excited, proud to be partnered with you, Dr. Prada. Uh, thank you, Dr. Snyder. Uh, to those listening, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you can get notifications. We are going to be releasing a new episode once a month going forward into 2023. So hit that subscribe button so you can get the notifications when I release new episodes. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Ardent Animal Health. You can find us online at ardentanimalhealth.com. Uh, my name is Dylan Lancaster for Dr. Snyder and Dr. Dr. Prada, thank you all for joining us and uh, everyone have a great day.